Hey, you, what's up, you guys? This is your girl, Deb, and I want to welcome you back to another episode of Table Talk Tuesday, where we come to the table and I talk about the topics that's important to you that's also important to me. This Table Talk Tuesday is very near and dear to my heart. I want to talk to you about a topic that's very important to me. This week, I want to talk about anxiety. I want to talk about mental health as it relates to anxiety, panic, and depression. So this may be a two-part table talk. I may pick this back up next week, so we'll see how far I get through this message. But I want to encourage, I want to encourage uh, those who are going through anxiety, panic disorder, depression, uh, any type of you know behavioral or emotional hurt, I want to encourage you today that you're not alone. I was moved by talking about this topic because of what happened to the young and rest, young and the restless star, Christoph St. John. He had apparently, um, he is the. Uh, star of Young and the Restless, and apparently he died uh, two weeks ago. I believe it was Sunday, February the 3rd. And he was depressed. He was depressed because his son, uh, his son, um, I'll tell you his name, his son Julian had committed suicide in 2014, and that left um, Christoph St. John very depressed about his son's death. So apparently, or it's allegedly said that he had a alcohol overdose, but they have not confirmed that how he um, died. But it was reported that they that may have happened to him. So this story really rocked me. It really got me uh, just feeling like need to talk about this, especially in the African American communities. Need to talk about this. And not just Christoph St. John, but a lot of celebrities in recent years have been going through mental health. And not just celebrities, also regular people, our teenagers, our uh, young kids, you know, eight-year-olds committing suicide, 12-year-olds committing suicide. I mean, so it doesn't have a name or a number on it, suicide don't. But a lot of this is coming from um, mental, most of this is coming from mental health, which is very important to me. And I want to share with you guys, uh, some of my findings, but before I do, I just want to say, first of all, that I am not a licensed psychologist or therapist, but I am an educator and I want this topic and this episode to educate you on you know, my findings of panic disorder, not just my findings, but from my own personal experience of anxiety and panic attacks. So I want to get into it and really let you guys know about, you know, what my findings are, as well as share some of my story. And I want to help. I hope and I pray that this topic that we discussed today will be a help. And if you see that this topic is helping you, I want you to go to Anchor, 
messages because anchor has a audio message where you can audio message me and let me know how this topic has affected you and how have this podcast uh show have helped you to overcome some of your anxiety panic stress you name it all right so let's get into it so again i was saying that um there's not just um it's not just uh christoph st john who has um gone through uh emotional or depression or stress or it's not just him but other celebrities like kate spade which was a high profile fashion designer she committed suicide uh she apparently suffered through she suffered depression and then you have uh the traveling guy from CNN, uh, Anthony Bourdain, uh, he committed suicide uh, last year, late last year. And then you have uh, Robin Williams who went through um, depression and he also committed suicide. And so I believe that it is uh, people who, these people or celebrities, you know, everyday people go through a lot of different stresses, and it doesn't mean that just because you have money or just because you're famous that you don't go through anything, but it's because of coping with hurt and the grip that mental health, that, that grip of hurt, it it makes your, your mindset go into a place that you don't want to be in but you don't know that right off the bat all you know is is that you're going through something you're going through some type of emotional hurt and so I know personally with my experience I experienced my first full-blown panic attack in the summer of 2015 and I want to talk about some of the symptoms that I went through but before I do that I want you to know that um I have a book um I didn't write the book, but this book that's before me by Dr. Um, Archibald D. Hart. He wrote a proven method for dealing with worry, stress, and panic attacks. The Anxiety Cure is the name of the book. The Anxiety Cure, you can find emotional tranquility and wholeness. And I will be reading some insert, some excerpts today from this book because it really helped to understand the underlying reasoning for anxiety and panic. And I think this is a great book. I read this book in seminary school, in grad school, when I, I had to take a few counseling classes for grad school and I read this book. So I'm going to get into some of what Dr. Archibald Hart has to say about uh, what's the anxiety cure and, and the reasoning behind it. But let me get back to my my own experience with panic attack. So I experienced a panic attack in 2015, the summer of 2015, and some of my symptoms were uh, fast heart rate, feeling faint or about to faint, chest pains, uh, detachment. So I didn't feel like this stuff around me was real. You know, the people around me was real. So when I, while I was experiencing this panic attack, it felt like I was going to die. I don't know what that feeling feels like. 
But that day, 2015, that's what it felt like. And it made me panic even more. Right? Also, um, the fear of dying, jittering, jittery, being jitter. And there are so many more, but those are the symptoms that I remember going through uh, in 2015. And I just want to say this. Having a panic attack, uh, you it's not going, you're not going crazy. So, you know, for anyone who thinks that having a panic attack or even going through depression or whatever mental health um, issue um, as it pertains to uh, any disorders, that you're not going crazy. But these are real, um, this is a real illness, real symptoms that happens. And a lot of times with panic disorder, panic attacks are, uh, can be, panic attacks can be, uh, people will think they're having a heart attack. So you'll think you're having a heart attack, but you're not. It's like a disguise. It's really a panic attack. So some of the same symptoms of a heart attack could be also a panic attack as well. But again, I want to iterate this, that I am not a clinical psychologist or um, therapist. However, I'm an educator, and I just want to be able to educate you as well as encourage you to, if you start feeling this way, talk to somebody about it. All right? So I want you to understand what my findings are when it comes down to panic and anxiety disorder. So I want to read you a couple of inserts from uh, what Dr. Hart has to say about this. And um, what he has to say about anxiety and the how we are all prone to anxiety. I'm sorry, I had to find my page, but how we're all prone to anxiety. I want to read this insert uh, that I found. Um, hold on one second. Um, I really found it very interesting. Okay, so, um, so it says, um, that he said, we are all, this is an insert from The Anxiety Cure by Dr. Archibald D. Hart, and he says on, um, this is the first chapter, it says, we are all anxiety prone, so I want to read a, a brief insert, it says, um, uh, many hardworking, driven people like you and I don't realize just how close they, they walk to the precip of anxiety until one day, out of the blue, a panic attack strikes. Herein lies our greatest danger. Because adrenaline overuse feels so exhilarating and invigorating, we don't consider some of the things that give us an adrenaline rush to be stressful. The purpose of the adrenaline is to make us feel excited during a state of emergency. So it is easy to misread that excitement as safe. We don't realize how close we are to the edge of anxiety until we lose our footing and tumble down into the part of the abyss of the panic. All right. So it says, in this sense, 
One's first panic attack is really a blessing in disguise. It warns the sufferer that he or she is living too fast, too hassled, and too stressed out. And we all get stressed out every now or then. Uh, you may be a college student. You may be taking a test. You may be about to do a final project. You may get a little stressed. You could be a new mom with your first child. Uh, you can be someone who just started a new job and you have such a high responsibility that could stress you out bills you have to pay i mean we're gonna name all types of stress and in what stress does but let me continue reading this passage this passage this um this passage right quick um it says in this sense one's first panic attack is really a blessing in disguise it warns the sufferer that he or she is living too fast too hassled and too stressed out losing tranquility happens because a person's happy messengers are being and i assume the happy messengers is your in what's in your brain invaded and destroyed by stress hormones while they are normally allies these hormones become enemies in the face of danger and stress all right so then he goes into the early signs I mean, what the early stages of panic disorder and, you know, how we can overcome panic disorder. But if we continue to ignore the warning signs that there's a high risk that you can't continue to have anxiety the rest of your life. So I want to read to you as well uh, some of the anxiety symptoms. Um, I did not go through all of these anxiety symptoms myself, but I told you about some of my anxiety and panic that I went through. But let me read to you a few of the um, physiological symptoms that Dr. Hart lists. Uh, weak all over, rapid pounding heartbeat or palpitations, tightness around your chest, hyperventilation, a feeling that you cannot get enough air, a period of dizziness or sweating, muscle tension, aches or tremors, chronic fatigue. Then you have cognitive symptoms, and those cognitive symptoms are your thoughts. What are your thoughts? And your thoughts are, um, I can't carry on. I've got to get out of here. What if I make a fool out of myself? Uh, what if um, people are looking at me? all the time i'm having a heart attack i'm going to faint i'm going crazy and these are some of the uh, cognitive symptoms that i had at the time that i was having a panic attack um then you have um some oh another cognitive symptom is i can't go out I will lose control. I feel confused. I can't remember things. And some emotional symptoms are I'm full of fears that I can't get out of my mind. I feel like something terrible is going to happen. I worry excessively. I feel uneasy and alone a lot of times. I feel I have no control over what happens to me. I feel embarrassed, rejected, and criticized. And I often feel like screaming with anger. So these are some of the... Uh, common symptoms of panic and anxiety. So let me read you to you what researchers suggest. 
So researchers, according to the National Institute of Mental Health, more than 23 million Americans suffer from some form of anxiety disorder, including panic anxiety disorder, obsessive compulsive disorder, post-traumatic stress disorder, phobias, and generalized anxiety disorder. And so if we're talking about 23 million, you guys, uh, suffer through this, it's not, um, it's becoming quite common. And again, I just want to stress that panic and anxiety is a scary thing. However, it's a natural thing because as I read to you earlier with Dr. Hart, uh, says in his book, The Anxiety Cure, is that uh, this is a part of the adrenaline and it's the adrenaline gland and that's used to warn us of an emergency or someone's going to attack us. So basically what helped me to get through my panic and, and anxiety was to know that I had to know that this was something naturally that happens so but the abnormality of it is that it's happening at a time where there's nothing going on there's no emergency there's no attack against me at all but my panic disorder came because of the stress uh the stress that was on me and the feeling of overwhelmness because at that time I was going through a separation with my husband and I was so I was not prepared to be a single mom I was not prepared to to lose my marriage so that's how my panic and with my um, panic attack it comes it has come um, at nighttime it has occurred at nighttime because I'm so busy throughout the day. And then when it's time, time, finally time for me to rest, that's when the, when I lay down and I go to sleep, I wake up, my heart is pounding. Like I've been running in my dream or something. I wake up with my heart pounding and it, it has, in 2015, it was really bad. I did go to therapy. I went to therapy. I did have medication. Um, at first, but when I realized that, you know, this was something that was natural and that, that was occurring, that just shouldn't occur, it, it's occurring at the wrong time. If I'm in danger or if there's an emergency, then I can understand my heart pounding. I can understand my uh, me feeling dizzy, me feeling faint or feeling threatened, but that wasn't the case. It would happen in the middle of the night when I wake up, it would wake me up out of my sleep. So, um, you know, I had to realize that this was natural and God will see me through. So I had to find, I had to find that, that balance of how can I get through this and how can I get through this without medication? Now, I'm not saying that for those who are on medication that you stop your medication. Again, I'm not a doctor. I can't tell you to do that. But what I can say is this. For me, I gradually got off of medication. I continue to go to therapy. And I continue to read and find ways to 
not have trigger points because anxiety and panic when you have something going on like that or depression there are triggers and when there are triggers that causes the anxiety to happen that causes the panic to happen so i had to understand my body i had to understand where i was emotionally and i had to understand that what my triggers were and whatever my triggers are that i need to make sure that i could avoid those triggers and that's what helped me um what else i want to tell you so mine's happened like i said mine's happened while i was sleeping um, I just knew that it was hard to adjust to being single again. And, and that was traumatic for me. But everybody has their uh, uh, things of, of tra- what is traumatic for them. But I, again, had to find God in it. And I did find God in it. And I want to share with you um, next week how depression is in the word in that a prophet named Elijah was depressed. And if you can this week, read about Elijah, 1 Kings chapter 19, verse 1 and 8. And on next Tuesday, I'm going to dive right into Elijah's story. And we're going to talk about depression. And we're going to also talk more about uh, the anxiety cure. Because I want to read to you a couple of things that Dr. Hart has to say about the anxiety cure and how he incorporates the word of God because this is what it's all about incorporates the word of God so that you can be whole and healed alright so I want to thank you for listening and I really appreciate all my podcast listeners I have uh, two announcements that I want to make and the first announcement is um, that a dear friend of mine's and a sister in the Lord, uh, I've mentioned her before, Prophetess Daphne M. Hawkins. She is the founder of Only the Christ Can Do a Ministry, and she has a new book out. So you can get this book on pre-order, and her book is entitled From Brokenness to Wholeness. And this goes hand in hand with what we're talking about. In her book, in uh, Prophetess Hawkins' book, she tells her testimony of overcoming the trials and obstacles she faced in her own life. And some of those things have to do with um, mental health, broken homes, toxic relationships, and more. So I want you to pre-order her book and get a copy of it. She's having a book signing coming up in the, in the months to come. And I'll announce it again. But if you want to pre-order her book, which I really hope that you do, because this touches on anxiety, panic disorder, and depression, you can go to okcdim.org. That's okcdim.org. All right. And my last uh, announcement is for you to pick up turning tries into success i will be giving you more information on the meet the author events which is coming soon and i want you to share this episode with your family with your friends with your co-workers at work share this episode and i want you to talk back to me so you can leave a message 
on Anchor. If you have Anchor app on your phone, you can leave me a, a audio message explaining how this podcast show has helped you. Any of the episodes have helped you. And you can also email me at daspodcast at gmail.com. All right. Also, you can hear this podcast on iTunes. Please rate the podcast. Please rate the episodes on iTunes and Apple Podcasts. I enjoy talking to you every Tuesday. It's Table Talk Tuesday. And we're going to be right back next week to finish off this topic on mental health as it relates to anxiety. For now, talk to you later. Bye. Thank you.